Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today we celebrate Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Our celebrant today is His Eminence Timothy Cardinal Dolan, Archbishop of New York. You can find today's music and the readings in our program, which can be found online on the cathedral's website. Please now rise and sing our entrance hymn, hymn number 702 in the Blue St. Michael's Hymnal, Once in Royal David's City. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, peace be with you, and welcome, welcome to Mass here at America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral. How beautiful. 
we would gather on this uh, Sunday after Christmas for the magnificent feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. How good that we would gather on this New Year's Eve as we thank Almighty God for the blessings and the graces and the mercy of 2023. We're glad you're here and we're glad that people are praying with us at home on live stream on the Catholic Channel, the Satellite 129 and the Catholic Faith Network that we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily. We call to mind our sins as we ask the powerful intercession of Mary and Joseph with Jesus, their Son, our Messiah, for the forgiveness of our sins. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. Christ eleison. Christ eleison. Kyrie eleison.
Let us pray. O God, who are pleased to give us the shining example of the Holy Family, graciously grant that we may imitate Jesus, Mary, and Joseph in practicing the virtues of family life and in the bonds of charity. And so, in the joy of our own homes, delight one day in eternal reward through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Sirach. God sets a father in honor over his children. A mother's authority he confirms over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches who reveres his mother. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children, and when he prays, is heard. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fail, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. Firmly planted against the debt of your sins, a house raised in justice to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. <clears throat> Brothers and sisters, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, 
As the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. And over all these, put on love, that is, the bond of perfection. And let the peace of Christ control your hearts, the peace into which you were also called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, as in all wisdom you teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, to the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Wouldn't you agree it's uh, very, very appropriate that Holy Mother Church would celebrate the Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph during this magnificent Christmas season? If you think about the message here, everybody, God the Father wanted His only begotten Son to be raised in the warmth and the embrace of a family. He could have just had his son Jesus appear out of the desert to be baptized by John when he was 30, but no, he wanted us to know 
that it was his intention that his son would be raised in a human family. This, uh, this of course, is the season that we most savor the gift of our families, don't we? As we think about our moms and dads, our grandparents, aunts and uncles, cousins, brothers, sisters, nieces, and nephews. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God for the gift that our families are. I'm glad my own family is here. My brother Pat and his wife Mary Teresa and uh, my nieces Gracie and Kathleen and my nephew Patrick, they're up here. They like to sit in the sanctuary because the collection basket doesn't get up there. So, but you think about Jesus, see? Jesus, Jesus had his parents, our blessed mother, Mary, and St. Joseph, his foster father. He had Joachim and Anne, who were the parents of our Blessed Mother. He had Jacob, the father of Joseph. We don't know Joseph's mother's name. He had Elizabeth and Zechariah, remember? The kinswoman of our Blessed Mother, whose child was John the Baptist, who would be the cousin of our Lord. So Jesus, too, had a family. When you think about it, folks, that shouldn't surprise us. That shouldn't surprise us at all for a number of reasons. First of all, pardon me for getting a little cerebral here, first of all, because of the mystery of the most blessed Trinity. So we've got one God in three divine persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. When you think about it, the most blessed Trinity, almighty God, eternal, omnipotent, exists in an eternal, infinite relationship of love, which in a way is a reflection of the family. Then, of course, God has revealed to us that he is the father of us all. We are all members of a wider human family. We all have a common father. We all, in a way, are children of God in a real way. Could I just suggest that we think about the moral implications of that? in the troubled world today, if we really believe that, that we all have a common father, we're all his children, we're all members of his family, think of the implications that would have in Israel, in Gaza, in the Ukraine, in troubled areas of the world, and in our own beloved country. Thirdly, think about the church. The church is our supernatural family. Remember that time in the gospel where Jesus was preaching and somebody came in and said, your family's out there on the doorstep. And Jesus simply said, well, who is my family? And he looked around at his disciples and said, here's my family, whoever does the will of my father. That means you and me. We're part of the family of Jesus in the church. The church, which is our spiritual family, and number four, think of that beautiful doctrine of our Catholic faith, the communion of saints. You and I belong to a family that is not restricted by space and time. We belong to an eternal, infinite family. We have our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph, the saints. We have those who have gone before us, whom we remember especially at this time of the year with a lot of reverence and gratitude. They're all part of our family. They're still with us in the communion of saints. So it shouldn't surprise us that God our Father had such high esteem for families and wanted his own son to be a part of one. Families are the best school of all. Families are where we learn eternal values. Families are where we learn what life is all about. Families are where we learn to deal with the joys and the sorrows that life is going to bring. There's a beautiful little story about St. Joseph. It's not in the Bible, but I know it's true because Sister Mary Bosco told, us to, told it to us in second grade. And I know it's true that one day Jesus was helping St. Joseph the carpenter in the workshop of Nazareth. And all of a sudden, a man came in smiling with a huge chunk of wood. And he said, Joseph, you're a good carpenter. Would you turn this into a big table? A big table. 
And one day, a great man is going to dine at this table. And as Joseph was doing it, he said to Jesus, one day, a great man will have his last supper on this very table. But not long after that, a gruff Roman soldier came in with two huge rough planks of wood. And he said, Joseph, carpenter, make this into a cross. And Joseph the carpenter did. And St. Joseph said to Jesus, one day the Savior of the world will hang upon this cross. Ah, the wood of the table of the Last Supper, joy, the wood of the cross, sorrow. Even Jesus had to learn about joy and sorrow from his family. <clears throat> I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. <coughs> Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For Pope Francis, for our shepherd Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. For all who are traveling to visit family or friends over the holidays, that they may be kept safe from harm as they share the joy and love of the season, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and in the Holy Land. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For accident victims and for all the sick, remember especially <laughs> Susan O'Dell of the Cathedral Choir. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We remember especially our beloved Pope Benedict. It was just a year ago today that he passed over to the Lord. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. We ask our prayers be in union with the Holy Family as we place them before Jesus with the intercession of Joseph and Mary through Christ our Lord.
brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. We offer you, Lord, this sacrifice of conciliation, humbly asking that, through the intercession of the Virgin Mother of God and St. Joseph, her spouse, you may establish our families firmly in your grace and peace through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for through him, the holy exchange that restores our life has shown forth today in splendor when our frailty is assumed by your eternal word. Not only does human mortality receive unending honor, but by this wondrous union, we too are made eternal. And so in company with the choirs of angels and saints, we praise you and with joy we proclaim. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
the mystery of faith. As we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, me, your unworthy servant, my auxiliary bishops and those of the province and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Sylvester, St. Patrick, and all the saints, who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. pray from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
please join in singing our communion hymn, which can be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnal. Hymn number five, I'm sorry, 691, of the Father's love begotten. Let us pray. Bring those you have refreshed with this heavenly sacrament, most merciful Father, to imitate constantly the example of the holy family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, so that after the trials of this world, we may share their company forever through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Join me in asking the Lord's blessing for this new year that will begin tomorrow through the intercession of Mary, our mother, and St. Joseph, her spouse. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your lives. Thanks be to God. A blessed new year, everybody. Don't forget, next Sunday is the Epiphany, the close of the Christmas season. No taking down Christmas trees till epiphany, all right? We stretch it out as long as we can. You don't have to eat fruitcakes, but keep, keep the Christmas trees up, all right? <clears throat> Please join in singing our recessional hymn, which can also be found in the Blue St. Michael's hymnal. It's hymn number 600, Joy to the World. Mm -hmm. 